everybody. My name is Shauna, and this is the American English Podcast. My goal here is to teach you the English spoken in the United States. Through common expressions, pronunciation tips, and interesting cultural snippets or stories, I hope to keep this fun, useful, and interesting. Let's do it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. In episode number 85, Charlie Baxter from the British English Podcast was on as a guest, and we discussed British tea time and the differences between British and American English baking vocabulary. You and I not only learned how to properly serve a Brit some tea, but how to understand the Great British Bake Off which, as you may know by now, is one of the top-rated baking shows on Netflix. The show just ended. It was wonderful. I hope you caught it until the very end. I won't spoil anything. But listen to that podcast episode if you haven't already. That's podcast episode number 85 with Charlie. Today, you'll be listening to a continuation of the conversation I had with Charlie. However, we'll be discussing dessert adjectives. Since there were so many differences in baking vocabulary, my goal here was to see if we associate adjectives to desserts in the same way. How we decided to do this is through a game. So both of us have a list of adjectives in front of us, And we need to say the first thing that comes to mind when we hear a specific adjective. There's also another goal. (laughs) I want you to be able to get more creative when describing desserts. This is a personal challenge of mine when I'm practicing foreign languages. It's not something I do on a daily basis. Uh, I don't eat desserts on a daily basis and I don't describe them regularly. So... It's a challenge, even probably for a native speaker. So the next time someone asks you what your favorite dessert is from your country, I want you to be able to use some of these colorful, more advanced vocab words. You can say that something is good, sweet, yummy, or delicious, but you can also get more creative. At the very end of this chat, I will go ahead and describe one of my favorite desserts, and that's the s'more. This game is going to be fairly simple. We're just going to take turns. I haven't done this before, by the way. (laughs) We're just going to go through this list and say the first thing that comes to our mind when we hear an adjective, because I think this will give the listeners a good idea of what we would associate that adjective with and maybe better be able to use it in conversation, hopefully. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to start from the No, definitely ones? not. No, I'd, I'd like ladies, uh, ladies to go first on this one. <laughs> okay. Decadent. I think of a dark chocolate cake with possibly a lot of frosting inside that's rich and full of calories. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I would try to avoid saying that just for variety, but I am thinking that now. Decadent, yeah, like a chocolatier's kind of shop mm-hmm. going in there and seeing all those dark chocolates. Yeah, dark chocolate is a good mm-hmm. one for decadent, okay. I think. Kind of heavy, yeah. 
Heavy. Heavy is a good one. Yeah. And that kind of brings us to the next one. Rich. I actually imagine decadent desserts also to be rich, like something that might be full of calories. So yeah, something from a chocolatier shop. We have Bordeaux here. They're called Bordeaux. They're actually dark brown sugar inside of a chocolate covering or chocolate coating with sprinkles on top. And so that Mm. is very rich. You eat one of those and you feel like you don't need anything else that's sufficient to be a good dessert. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds, that does sound rich. Mm -hmm. You could even have like a really rich tea as in like, Mm. um, you know, the scones with tea and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If it's overly strong and sweet, Mm -hmm. but yeah, usually rich chocolatey kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Gooey, I would say is like a, a sticky toffee pudding. Ah, yes. Okay, that is definitely one of the first desserts I wanted to talk about. (laughs) That seems very British. I've never heard of a sticky, what is it? Sticky Sticky toffee toffee pudding. Okay, well, for listeners, uh, gooey is like the the liquid um, of chocolate, perhaps. And it Mm -hmm. kind of moves out of the solid as you put your fork or your spoon into it. Mm. And it, oh, yeah, it's very, very rich, actually. Very rich, very pleasant. Yeah. Okay, uh, nutty. Uh, I'm going to just go with peanut butter. <laughs> Easy. That's good. Yeah, nutty. I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Chewy. Did you ever have the, the, the candy that we call sweets called Chewits? No, I've never heard of that before. <laughs> or Starburst. Starburst. Sorry, Star- Starburst. Starburst, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's Chewy. Yeah. I actually just learned yesterday that the purple is actually flavored with black currant in Britain and in the US it's grape. <laughs> wow, you've done your, your research. Oh, well, you? it just happened to be in the videos that I was watching. <laughs> I was like, that's just it's a weird coincidence. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's it's, so it's very chewy. It'll take out a tooth. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good. Uh, I'll go with tart. The first thing that comes to mind is maybe raspberries. Something that makes your face, I don't know, scrunch up because it's a little bit sour. Yes. Passion fruit, would that be tart? Yeah, I would say so. We don't actually have passion fruit in many places in the US. I had it a lot in Brazil, but I would definitely say tart with passion fruit too. Yeah, it's, it's quite an exotic fruit, but, um, yeah, you know, definitely. I know that you've been there. You've, <laughs> you've experienced it. Yeah. Was- um, airy. Airy, I would say American pancakes are quite airy. Ah, very nice. And I think that goes along with light and fluffy. If you have a light and fluffy pancake, it's a good thing. I don't think it's good to have an airy crepe, though, is it? No, no, no. Yeah, that's got to be quite... It, well, it's, it's thin, but it, it's in the, in the very, very thin sense, it's dense. Yes. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, yummy. Is it paper thin? <laughs> That's another one of the words here. Paper yeah, thin. yeah, you could say it's paper thin. Oh. Although I just thought of Scottish pancakes. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen those? No. Mm-mm. They are kind of like a mini version of American pancakes, but oh. they you can put butter on them. Well, we put butter on our pancakes. You put butter? I thought you would put like chocolate and maple syrup or something. Oh, we put, oh, we, oh, we can add all, all three of those things. Uh, but normally, yeah, I had actually pancakes for breakfast. I had pumpkin pancakes. <laughs> Speaking of fall. That sounds very decadent of it, you. It is very decadent. They were rich. Oh, they were so yummy. 
but yeah, I added butter to the top and maple syrup. So that's wow. a really common okay, combination. So that's, yeah, that's decadent. And that's moist. Yes. Oh, my pancakes are very moist. Not too Although, moist, though. I should say, I don't feel comfortable using that word with food. It's, no. it's a little bit, it's a bit gross, a bit disgusting, that word. <laughs> and it could associate to sexual things for us. Eh, okay. For you? A little bit. Actually, I just remembered college. There was a there was a kind of a frat house near where I lived, and they used to have the moist club, and it, which is not so <laughs> gross. And they would uh, sit out in their front yard in little kiddie pools and yell at girls going by, which is just really kind of gross. But moist, yeah. It's, what is moist? <laughs> Do you want to describe what that is? Not in the not necessarily negative aspect of it, but... Oh, I see. It means slightly wet, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and you can take what you like from that. Right. It could be in a dessert. It mm-hmm. could be a moist dessert, but it could also be something that frat boys like. Yeah. But I think I actually would say that my cake is moist. It, it's not really pro- too problematic for me. I heard in the actually in ah. one of the videos, I wish I could remember the name of the, it was kind of a comedic duo and they kept saying succulent this is succulent they were british i'm not sure okay. if you use that often to describe desserts succulent. succulent i just think of the plant when okay. i hear succulent like a succulent plant that doesn't right. need much watering and will survive even yeah. if you're terrible at gardening but no <laughs> yeah I, I i would i would be on board with that i would agree if someone says it's succulent i would i would go along with it mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. For me, yeah. that would just be with like steak or something. A very moist steak. <laughs> moist and juicy steak. Oh, yeah. Actually, juicy is probably better for steak. Juicy is a good word with steak, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, succulent is also a nice one with steak. Yeah. Uh, you don't want a, a crispy steak though, do you? No. <laughs> Definitely not crispy. Not uh, crispy would be for chips, right? Crispy chips or... Ah, so maybe we have a different opinion of it. Crispy for me means like burnt and um like breakable oh it's so it's so burnt that it can break off okay so that's got a negative connotation in your opinion a little bit i would say yeah okay well we might say that toast that's burnt is crispy but uh mostly we associate it with things that crack a little bit in your mouth when you bite into them it has a little a crisp is almost a sound like it's like yes yeah Yes, yeah. onomatopoeic. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, bacon could be crispy, obviously, yes. couldn't it? Mm-hmm. it? It could be hard enough to break off, mm-hmm. um, but it's, yeah, it's well cooked Yeah, most crispy of the time. bacon, good. No, don't really necessarily want crunchy bacon. That's a little bit harder, <laughs> right? You yes. Crunch into yes. something. It's kind of an interesting difference between crunchy and crispy. Oh, it's kind of hard to distinguish, I think. I, yeah, it is. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. Crunchy. I imagine crunchy being a little bit harder to chew. Like we have crunchy peanut butter that has pieces of peanut inside of it. And you actually have to bite down in order to get it to go down your throat. <laughs> Crunch is more about the sound, I would say. Crispy is more about the the feeling. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. All right. Well, we're sticking to that. <laughs> it's good. All right. Next one. Let's see. Ooh delicate dessert i'm thinking the first thing that comes to mind is a french macaroon i never know whether i should say macaron or macaroon 
was com- oh. confused the two. Oh, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that's, um, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I think the first one that I saw was when I went to America. I think oh. you were slightly ahead of us with that. We didn't. We don't have men, many French cafes. Obviously, in London, you've got everything, but um, yeah, outside of London, okay. hard to find a macaron. I don't think my family, my parents, wouldn't have a clue what that is. Okay, and are you referring to the one that's coconutty, like with coconut in it, or the one that's like light and French, like the fluffy with the the either? It looks like a mini uh, burger that's yes. been food like dyed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely the delicate one I was talking about. So you had that in the U.S. That's funny. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, also dainty, I would say. It's dainty. It kind of, you know, it's so light and airy and delicate. It just feels like it's going to break in your hand. It's so small and nice. So I Very t- good. Very good. Too. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, velvety. I feel like we should touch on that one, but I'm mm. not sure. Velvety. There, there must be some good desserts for velvety. Velvety. Oh, well, actually, a good cappuccino or flat white coffee, mm-hmm. it should have a velvety milk texture mm-hmm. to it. Very nice. So that would feel like velvet in your mouth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, just lick some velvet and you'll know what we mean. <laughs> yeah, velvet's a very nice fabric. I love actually don't wear velvet i feel like it's like 1800s <laughs> but it is a little bit dated i suppose yeah. isn't it but do you lick it <laughs> all the time <laughs> <laughs> that's such a it's kind of a good, weird adjective good. yeah um <laughs> all right so for the rest of these i think let's just go ahead and read through the positive ones so we have heavy sticky fresh elaborate thick silky sweet tangy Tangy, I like. It's a great adjective. Flaky. Flaky, flaky. Yeah. Um, An ice cream has a flake sometimes. A 99p ice cream. uh, No, what would you call it? Uh, A Mr. Whippy? Oh, God. Uh, A wafer? (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, no, no. No, it's like this chocolate stick. Oh, you you guys have that. Isn't it like Cadbury Flake Bar or something? It it is called Flake Bar, but it is very flaky. Like if you break, if you touch it, it will flake away. We don't have that here. (laughs) But yummy. Definitely flaky. So like a kind of croissant-y, you know, falling apart feeling wafer. Great, great example. Yeah. Yeah. Any any pastries are flaky. Yeah. Yeah. Next one, gourmet. Do you want me to just pronounce them? Mm -hmm. Gourmet. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Silent tea there. Gourmet. Mm -hmm. Uh, the next one, artisanal, artisanal. Do you say the same, artisanal? Ooh, I would say artisanal. Artisanal. Let me just check. Artisanal. Let me see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Artis- artisanal. I would say artisanal, okay. but yeah. How do you say it again? Artisanal. It could be American, um, British, yeah, differences. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, elegant, the next one, elegant. Yeah, I imagine just French desserts. Fancy little bite-sized French desserts. Very elegant mm-hmm. indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, crumbly. I think of a cookie. Yes. Instantly. A, an American American cookie. Right. Yes. Or a biscuit in the UK. <laughs> there we go. Crumbly. Biscuit. Yeah. Biscuit in <laughs> yeah. British English. So for the rest of these, I'm just going to read through. So sometimes you can drizzle chocolate on top of a dessert. It's just when there's a little bit of chocolate or drench it when for example, you go out in the rain, it's very rainy outside, it's pouring and you get drenched. It's kind of like when you pour 
chocolate all over a dessert. It's drenched. It can be coated in chocolate, might be a thin layer. The chocolate might be sprinkled, sprinkled with sprinkles, or it just has sprinkles sprinkled on it. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah. Sprinkled with sprinkles. Right. Not very clever with the wording there. Do you mind reading the next just list of words? Yeah. Uh, delicious. Delicious. This is actually very common, very, very common word in um, in British English and I suppose also in American English. Everything's delicious. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And oh, OK, you've got delish. We don't use that. No, I don't okay. think. That's delish. delish. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, that seems a little bit uh, cheesy or corny. Oh, really? British people. Yeah. Cheesy and corny, they're, they're quite advanced words. So it's, it, it feels a little bit cliche or unsophisticated. Uh-huh. don't want to say that classist word, but yeah, <laughs> to abbreviate that one okay. would be a bit weird. And then, uh, yeah, tasty. Oh, this one's good. Mouth-watering. Mm. Whoa, mouth-watering. Yes, yeah, something's mm. so tasty. It looks like it's going to be amazing. Your mouth starts watering. Mm-hmm. Can you think of a you dessert that's that... Yummy. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, but do you uh, can you think of a dessert that is mouth-watering to you? I had one last night, actually. Stacy, my girlfriend, she made a very good cheesecake. And mm. uh, then we had leftovers the next day, and she was getting out of the fridge, and my mouth literally started watering. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it was, yeah. it was a mouth-watering dessert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then yummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, divine. Divine. Um. What do you mean by the no there? Uh, that's Written because no. I have heard it um, from the judges on the British Bake Off, but I would never say that something is divine. It seems too posh for me. This is dessert is divine, or to say that something is scrumptious as well. It's a little bit, I don't know. Scrumptious, I can imagine my grandpa saying scrumptious. Or I would have to say it in a joking yeah. voice in order to make it come out not so... Old yeah, I think I would. I think I would have to play the sort of jokey sound with it. Oh, that's, that's scrumptious. <laughs> yeah, but we would get away with it more so than American people. Yeah, okay. and and it's the stereotype is still present. Like we do use more old language than Americans do, and and Americans probably cut the words up a little bit more. You play with it, you shorten it, make mm. it a bit easier, a bit like Australians do. We abbreviate it. <laughs> Yeah. Abbreviate. <laughs> Abbreviate. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. All right. So divine and scrumptious and neutral, simple, palatable. If something's palatable, I feel like, eh, I can eat it. Eh, I could not eat it. It doesn't really matter. Like I can put it on my palate <laughs> and it's there. <laughs> yeah. Acceptable. Acceptable. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to do me favors if I say my girlfriend's cooking is palatable. No, that wouldn't <laughs> be good. kind of offended probably. Yeah. All right. And the negative ones, do you mind just reading through the whole list? We don't need to go through every single one, but maybe just the interesting ones. Okay. Uh, Doughy. I think of a donut. Doughy. Underbaked. Not cooked. Uh, Rock hard means it's been cooked too much. Rock hard. Overbaked. The same. Bitter. Dry. Sour burnt, mushy, overly sweet, and stale. If something is stale, you don't want to eat it anymore. It's gone off. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It's, bread can go stale. Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'd say that maybe something that we don't like is might be gross, 
This is, I think, an American's favorite word. Gross. That's gross. I'm grossed out. It grosses Mm. me out. Right. That's disgusting. Yeah, I I like that word. My uh, YouTube partner says that he he doesn't like that word and he gets offended Mm. when I use it. But I, I use it a lot. Maybe I took it from you guys. Hmm. It's overrated. That was my next one. <laughs> Gross is overrated. Overrated desserts. I don't know. I think that was, yeah, there's plenty of those from New York City. They're very mm, popular desserts that everybody talks about, like the cronut. You know, it was like a, cr- what was it? A croissant that was fried like a donut. <laughs> and everybody had to have it. When I lived in New York back in, I think, 2012 to 2014, there were people that waited in lines it took up to oh, over an hour to get through the line. And then they were selling it at one point for $1,000. What? And for me, I was like, that is so overrated. Or maybe it was wow. for delivery of the cronut. Anyway, whatever. Um, something that I did not consume, that, unfortunately. I remember <laughs> noticing that people would queue outside of restaurants a lot more in America. We don't, we don't really queue, even though we love a queue, we don't queue outside of a restaurant mm-hmm. too much. Otherwise, okay. yeah, I, don't, I was surprised. There was sometimes like cues that would wrap around the whole building. Cue for the listeners that know American English is a line. So people line up. Yes, um, yes, yes. Outside of a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Feels like I'm correcting you. No, it's, it's like... good. It's good. I, I, I forgot. Sometimes I remember funny. the American equivalent. But uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. Um, okay, so unappetizing. Yeah, something that does not... Uh, sound appealing. Off-putting. I like that one. I don't think people would regularly use that as a non-native speaker, but it's a great adjective. Something's off-putting. It kind of makes you want to run away from it, possibly. And yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's a good one. Off-putting. I I would often say a behavior is also off-putting. Like on a first date, you see them do something you don't like and oh, it's a bit off-putting. (laughs) <laughs> like what for example like eat from your plate or something <laughs> yeah yeah like lick your plate or something <laughs> or yeah. um you know clicking your fingers for the waiter or something oh no mm, yeah that would be very off-putting it would be yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the end of our discussion today i hope you enjoyed it as you could tell we didn't get into describing every single adjective because there ended up being too many in our list If you'd like the definitions and examples for each one, be sure to sign up to season two of the American English podcast. As mentioned in the beginning, I'm going to go ahead and describe one of my favorite desserts, the s'more. You will hear some of the adjectives mentioned in this podcast episode in my description. S'mores are like crack. They're off the hook. When I think of a s'more, my mouth starts to water. And the funny thing is they actually only consist of three ingredients. A graham cracker, which is a light and crispy honey-flavored wafer. A marshmallow, which when fresh should be fluffy and lightly sweetened. And chocolate. In the U.S., everyone uses a sort of bittersweet chocolate. If I were to describe to someone how a s'more is made, I would say what makes a good s'more is the preparation. Although you can put a marshmallow in the microwave until it gets gooey on the inside, it's not the same as roasting it over an open flame. We normally do this while we're camping. 
And that's because the outside of the s'more will turn golden brown and get toasty. It'll get a little bit crispy on the outside. That's when it's time to make your little sandwich. You can use the graham crackers as the outside and you put a layer of chocolate. Usually we put two or four squares on top of the first graham cracker slice and then squeeze your marshmallow in between the two crackers. When you squish it together, you'll notice that the marshmallow's heat will start melting the chocolate and so you will have a nice mixture of crispy, gooey, sweet, bittersweet, and, you know, that sort of light honey flavor all at once. I personally love it. That's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed. And until next time, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the American English Podcast. Remember, it's my goal here to not only help you improve your listening comprehension, but to show you how to speak like someone from the States. If you want to receive the full transcript for this episode, or you just want to support this podcast, make sure to sign up to premium content on AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Thanks and hope to see you soon.